0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the We Can Do Better podcast. Welcome back to the quarantine machine. I believe this is scene 37 of this experience. It is July 5th. Huge day yesterday, Daniel, a lot to get to. I'm Thomas Jet Martinez, I said this is Daniel Daniel, the Dragon Roushberger. Daniel, I want to start off by talking about Joey Chestnut. I mean, the main reason behind the season, when you think of July 4th, you think of one thing, and it's the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Yesterday was July 4th, so, uh, you know, happy 4th of July to everybody, I guess. Happy, uh... 5th of July today, you know, every day is a holiday when you really think about it. Am I right? Anyways, Joey Chestnut shoving an enormous amount of hot dogs down his mouth, down into his body. I don't know how a human being can do that. To me, it's really gross. To some, it's an incredible feat of, you know, sports or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't know how many hot dogs did he eat yesterday, like
0: over 70, Daniel, he ate 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes. 75 hot dogs and 75 hot dog buns. And listen, when you talk about the most dominant athletes of all time, you think of Rafael Nadal at the French Open. You think of the U.S. men's national team, basketball team, of course, not soccer team because they're terrible. The basketball team in the Olympics. yeah And you think of Joey Chestnut. You think of Joey Chestnut, Daniel, because he's done it for 13 years in a row. He has eaten 60 plus hot dogs on average. He ate his 1,000th hot dog in the hot dog eating contest yesterday i mean america was stunned i don't know what else to say america was stunned daniel and i'm i don't know about you but i've been starved for sports content recently you know there's nothing going on this coronavirus pandemic seems likelier and likelier that it's never going to end in the united states and you know i turned on the tv today after waking up at 1 p.m and i put on the bassmaster fishing contest in alabama because i'm desperate i just want something to watch you know, I'm trying to, you know, fake some enthusiasm for Joey Chestnut. But listen, we were talking about it yesterday. I said, hey, let's talk about Joey Chestnut on the podcast tomorrow. And you said, no, I don't want to talk about it. And then I thought to myself, we're probably going to talk about it because there's nothing to talk about. There's it, nothing to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it, it's crazy. I mean, like, ESPN2
1: has fishing. What, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what's, what's going on? Like, there's nothing to watch. And, I, I mean, you talk about dominance. You know, I mean, Joey Chestnut, like you said, eating is a 1,000th hot dog. Lionel Messi scored his 700th goal this week also. I guess it's just a week for records. Uh, with that being said, also 4th of July, a lot of fireworks going on. Tons of fireworks going on. It was just, I don't know why. I mean, like, wh- what's the big deal? I understand it's 4th of July, but we're also in the middle of a pandemic. It's impossible to go anywhere without hearing a firework light off and explode in the air. You know what I mean? Try, try going to sleep on 4th of July. It's never gonna happen yeah
0: here's the thing though because it's accentuated even further this year because of the pandemic i mean there were fireworks going off on the 25th of june you know when everybody's stuck at home and they're not going to work it's kind of like the protests have been going on recently and i'm not saying that like comparing the two i'm just saying that yeah. you know given that everybody's at home more people can participate mm-hmm. more people can participate in the fireworks and it's so annoying daniel because with my weird sleeping schedule recently you know, I've been going to sleep at 4 a.m. in the morning. And I'm hearing fireworks. And, you know, I'm pretty sure that they're all coming from the fraternities up the hill across from us. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking to myself, why? Yeah. I'm just thinking to myself, why? And then I think of that TikTok that I showed you two weeks ago. It was of these three guys living in a college apartment. And they're talking about all the shit that goes on inside of their house. And they talk about how they had a firework phase. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a bunch of firework marks in their house. And I'm just thinking to myself, where does that come from? Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. This is our firework phase. It's crazy. I don't know. It's, it's, it's well, it's Tallahassee's firework phase. Yeah. I don't understand. People are like pre pre Fourth of July. They're pre firework gaming. You know what I mean? This is insane. It was like a couple of weeks out. Why are you letting fireworks? I don't get it. I I just I don't understand. It's it's bewildering to me. And what's worse is that there's also dogs in our apartment. Yeah. So you know how dogs just don't like fireworks. Yeah. Well, yeah. When fireworks are going off, you just hear a lot of people. Yeah all over and it's just it's it's, it's insane it's it is crazy. insane I don't you know understand. what else is insane
0: what pressure cookers pressure cook yeah
1: bombs yeah it's a bomb
0: because as you remember my, when my mom my dad came up here for miami versus fsu last fall yeah she decided to buy us a pressure cooker why i don't know you know i thought i'm probably not going to use it but she insisted on getting it and listen when you're in a pandemic and as i alluded to earlier when you have no source of entertainment you cook a, in a pressure cooker, even though you've never done it before, and that's what we did yesterday. And honestly, it was pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah. It was... <laughs> <laughs> it, was really, it was really scary. I remember, like, the first time I had
1: beans, like, like like homemade beans, I was at your house, yeah. and I told you this yesterday. Uh, we were watching a Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer documentary, and your mom was making black beans. And all three of us were crying. Yeah, I know. We were all in tears. It was a good documentary. It was yeah. pretty... Yeah, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. A good tearjerker, you know. Yeah. Um. And I was like, wow, this is great. And your mom was like, yeah. And, you know, this pressure cooker that I'm using, it's a bomb, basically. And I was like, oh, okay. So, like you said, coming up here, your, last fall, your mom bought us a pressure cooker. Maybe we'd make beans. Today was the day. Yeah. Today was the day. You said, hey, you know, let's make some beans. Went to Publix, bought, got, bought some kidney beans, some red beans, some uh, some other necessities. Maybe, maybe we messed up on one of them, but... Uh,
0: yeah 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 and when you mean today is the day you literally mean today because the beans weren't finished until one in the morning that's right i mean we started soaking them at 7 p.m my mom said soak them for two hours you know we went to Publix yesterday we got the ingredients you know we what what do we put in the beans i forgot we put like red pepper
1: yeah like onion we were supposed to we were supposed to put short ribs but uh we came home and you faced on your mom (laughs) And she was like, "All right, so we're the short ribs?" And you showed it to She goes, "Oh, Tommy, those aren't short ribs; those are oxtail. We bought." How did you read that? <laughs> <laughs> how, did you, how did you read that and
0: go like, "Oh, short ribs"? Yeah, I just and, saw it. I was like, "Oh, those look like ribs," and and I was like, "Mom, the fourteen dollars ones," because I had her on Facetime while I was at Publix, and she's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, that's fine." And so, I, anyways, we end up making the beans, right? Yeah. And we finished around like twelve o'clock, and I think you're in your room. You're Facetiming somebody. And then I'm looking at the beans and I take them out and they're not cooked. No, they're not cooked. And I FaceTime my mom and mind you, you know, Juan Jesus, my dad's cousin, oh, yeah. you know, who lives in Miami. Well, him and his family, he went to Sarasota to, you know, spend Fourth of July with my parents. And, you know, the whole family's on the line. And my mom's in the middle of watching Independence Day with Will, Will Smith. Smith. And, Great you know, amazing. she calls me. And then the, both of Juan Jesus' daughters, who are both like four years younger than me, at least, they're both laughing at me because they're like, this kid doesn't know what he's doing. You know, he's trying to cook <laughs> his beans. He's never used a pressure cooker before. Everybody's laughing at me. And they're like, you know, add some wine because we had the red wine open. Right. Shout out to Cune Wine, you know, from the Rioja region of Spain. Yeah. Yeah, I studied abroad.
1: He, he went to Valencia.
0: Yeah. So I added some of that. I added a shit ton of water because we did not add enough water. And like an hour later, our beans were ready. And they were f-
1: great. They were incredible. They were so good. They were so good. And that oxtail, I've never had oxtail in my life. Yeah. And when you bought the oxtail, I was like, really? Like, I, well, I'll try it out.
0: It's pretty good. It's my recipe. Yeah, it's a secret recipe. As I told my mom yesterday, I'm a pioneer. I'm a trailblazer like CJ McCollum mm-hmm. when it comes to beans. So listen, oxtail, it's my thing now. It is. It's my thing now. You know, you might want to add ribs. You might want to add chorizo. I'm going to add chorizo and I'm going to add oxtail.
1: Yeah. Double whammy. Yeah. It's a little, a little uh, one, two right there. Yeah. Chorizo and uh, oxtail. And it was great. It was great. I will say I wish we had some more vegetables, yeah. but I definitely, you know what, definitely some of the best beans I've had.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: haven't had many beans, so that doesn't really say much, but you grew up in a household. I know you've had a lot of beans in your life.
0: Yeah.
1: So I just, where do these rank? Because I know you give your mom or, or like mom. whoever makes beans, you give them like a one out of 10 rating. What would you say?
0: 6.7. Really? 6.7. I'm a very harsh critic when it comes to the bean family. And, you know, I say 6.7. If it was black beans, it'd probably be lower. But given that red beans are my favorite type of bean, listen, Daniel. First of all, if you have to put it back in the pressure cooker after the first time, you misguided it the first time, you misjudge it the first time, that's already a point or two below for me. On top of that, I added way too much salt. Sure. I added way too much salt. Yeah. And, like, at the end, it didn't end up being that bad, given that we offset it with more water and we offset it with the wine and it gave it an interesting flavor. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, listen, I have high expectations you know that. You know I, mean, I have high expectations when it comes to this. I'm sure your rating is much higher than mine, but yeah, for those reasons I'm giving it a six point seven. I don't know what else to say. Okay. Well, you know what?
1: I, I mean, I respect your opinion. You know, you were
0: the you were the bean
1: connoisseur of us too. I will say that. I, I give it like a seven six. You know, but I mean, listen, I haven't had that many beans. Like I said, were they a little salty? Yes. But the oxtail, that was some tender oxtail. Yeah. Right. That was some tender oxtail like I've never had before. because I've actually never had oxtail before. But. Great taste. Was it a little salty? Yeah,
0: but the consistency of the beans, too? Solid. It was alright. Talking about taste. Yeah. Is it in good taste, Daniel, for Kanye West to run for president? That's a good question, (laughs) Thomas. That's
1: a good question, and that's a good transition. Kanye, I don't know what the f*** he's doing. He's off his meds again. I mean, this guy...
0: (sighs) The funny thing is both of our moms sent us the article. (laughs) Yeah. Like, thinking that we'd support Kanye West running for president... It's just, it's it's one of two things for me. It's one of two things for me because I've been reading about it on Twitter. It's either he just, it's either it's just a publicity stunt because, you know, every time he comes out with an album, he has to do something fucking crazy yeah. that gets him trending on Twitter multiple times. You know, he always gets back to Twitter before he comes out with an album. It's either that or Donald Trump called him and said, hey, I need you to split the black vote. I need you to split the young people vote. And it's actually going to happen. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, like you said, our mom stuck to this. mom's us. My mom was like... <laughs> Oh, hey, you see
1: on Twitter, uh, Kanye West running for president. And I was like, yep, he's got my vote, jokingly. And she was like, really? And I was about to say, of course, Mom. But no, no, I feel like that would be a bad idea. Like, I told my mom, like, a while ago, yeah, Mom, I just might vote for a libertarian. Just jokingly, I'm not voting for a libertarian. She was like, are you kidding me, Daniel? So, uh, yeah, I, maybe I shouldn't say that. But I, I don't understand. What, what would What would be his political
0: changes? Like, what would happen? I don't understand. Like, probably change the national anthem. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. What else would he do? I have no idea. I I don't know. I I can't even think of what he would do. I have literally no idea. I feel like he wouldn't even care. I feel like he wouldn't even live in Washington. I feel like he would go there, like, once every three months and be like, yo, what's going on? Yeah, pretty much. And then, like, care for, like, a week and then leave because he got bored. But at the end of the day, what a terrible idea. Who would be his VP? Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi, yeah, uh, yeah Kid yeah, Cudi yeah, yeah. or pusha, pusha T, yeah, I was thinking Pusha T. This is so stupid, and the craziest part is that people like such smart people like Elon Musk and Mark Cuban. They both offered their support for Mr. West. <laughs> it Makes no sense to me, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. I don't. I don't even know what, where to start with him because he's at the head of the highest valued car company in the world, a company that started 15 or less years ago. Mm-hmm and he's just a twitter troll. I mean, kind of like Kanye, he's kind of like Donald Trump in that they're all twitter trolls. And it's just crazy to me how somebody that smart could just like in a whole different part of their life just like seem like a regular person or just a stupid person. Yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of crazy.
1: Elon Musk, he was selling what you he, you showed me, he was selling shorts for $69.42. Nice, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. How <laughs> like, what do you do with all this money? What did what did he name his child again? I don't even I don't like AE12 like he yeah. named it after like a stealth plane, and yeah. like Grimes is his wife. Like I, like, how, how does somebody's mind work like that while also running one of the biggest? He's he's gonna he's sending up space shuttles that are coming
0: back down in one piece. They're reusable. SpaceX, Elon Musk. I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I have no idea. But, I have no idea. I want to I want to end today, Daniel, by talking about one thing. I want to talk about NASCAR because you know NASCAR is in Indianapolis today. I feel like you've been getting more into the sport recently than you usually have been and you know as this whole pandemic that we talked about obviously that you know we're never going to stop talking about until it ends as it continues to circulate around america florida getting more cases than anywhere else in the country up there with anywhere else in the world when you see that a driver like jimmy johnson you know just a stalwart of the sport you know somebody who's won seven cup series championships Somebody's won 80 plus races. Somebody who hasn't missed a race in 17 years misses a race because he got coronavirus. Where does the sport go from now? How many coronavirus cases can the sport withstand when you have only 40 racers every Sunday?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's very ironic that he gets it out of all this, you know, athletes. Because you're in a car. You're in a car for, you know, a majority of your race. And I think it's sad to see especially sad that it's Jimmy Johnson. I mean, what a name, what a guy. I don't know anything about Jimmy Johnson, really, except for the fact that he's a great name. Great driver, too. But where do they go for here? That's a great question. Yeah. NASCAR has had some controversial news over, you know, this whole summer with, uh, you know, what was has been going on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you go on from here. Maybe you've got to bring somebody up, you know? Maybe you got to change the way that you know the well, regulations what, are in NASCAR. What do you what do you what do you take from this? No,
0: that's what they did. They brought in Justin Alguire, who drives in the second division, okay. and he's driving in his car. That's pretty much what they do. But at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know how much you could withstand. I don't understand how the Clemson football team, for example, could get thirty-seven positive cases, which I'm pretty sure I'm like ninety-five percent sure that that's more cases. Than all of the European top-flight soccer leagues have had since their restarts. You know, it's kind of embarrassing. Like you're seeing all of these major sports leagues return in Europe. You know, pretty much every major country. And here, all we've gotten so far is NASCAR. And listen, July is supposed to be the month. You know, MLB is supposed to come back. The NBA is supposed to come back. NFL training camps. The WNBA. The MLS. You know, everything's supposed to come back. And honestly, I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. And if it does, it's kind of irresponsible.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you look at European countries and the fact that they can come back with soccer and everything. I mean, I think European countries have also handled this pandemic a lot better than we have. So with that being said, it's easier for them to open up. But like you said, to have Clemson have over thirty people test positive for coronavirus. Also, shout out to Florida State. We've only had like one. Yeah. Right. It's pretty Clemson good. Can suck it. Like. <laughs> like. <laughs> Get on my get on a level, Davo Sweeney. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna go on. A lot of NBA players are, you know, starting to opt out of this bubble in Orlando. They're like, let's just be honest. When they go to play basketball, somebody's gonna get it.
0: Yeah, it's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna decide I don't want to be in the bubble anymore, and they're gonna leave, and they're gonna do something stupid, and they're gonna pay the consequences. Absolutely. And it's yeah. not really a full bubble because you know there's maintenance workers, you know there's hospitality workers who are going back to their family. And when you think of Orange County, Florida, you think of a county that has over 15% test positive rate in the last few weeks, which is among the highest in the country. So honestly, it made sense at the time when the NBA decided to go to Orlando, but right now, not so much. Yeah, Not so much. Just put it in France or something, you know? Oh yeah, just send them all to Europe. Yeah, just go to Canada. Like I'm pretty sure Canada, the entire country of Canada, Mm -hmm. has had as many cases, around 10,000 in the last three months. That the state of Florida recorded in one day. So it's like that's how much infinitely worse our country is doing, and it's no surprise. I mean, I'm not gonna blame it on anyone except for the federal government as a whole. But yeah. I don't know, man. It's just a it's a tough time. It's a tough time. And honestly, I don't think anything says that it's a tough time more than what I started the podcast talking about. And that's bass pro fishing. When you're watching Bass Pro Fishing on ESPN, Daniel, you know the world is in a dark place. Mm -hmm. The world is in a dark place. The country could do so much better. I mean, you look at our neighbors up north, you look at Mexico ironically closing its borders with the United States to the south, and you think to yourself, it's really not that hard to improve things that are going on considering that things are so drastically bad at the moment. So yeah, we can do better, America. We could do better. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, Megan Rapinoe. Amen, brother. Regina, <laughs>